Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Thrasher Opera House Presents. I'm Jason Mansmith, a marketing guy here at Thrasher Opera House. And what a pleasure it is to be joined on a Zoom today by the one, the only AJ Croce. AJ, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jason. Thanks for having me. Hey, absolutely. We are so excited to welcome you back to the stage at Thrasher Opera House coming up on Saturday, February the 4th. Um, this is the third time you're going to be on the stage here as I look back through the uh, record books, 2016, 2019, and now 2023. And a lot's kind of gone on since the last time uh, you were here. We'll get to that in just a, a little bit. Last time you were here, you did the, the Croce Plays Croce kind of show. This show going to be a little bit different for our guests, and we're going to talk about that as we move forward. But how have you been? How have things been for you the last couple of years? It's been great. Um, honestly, we've um, started touring again, which is wonderful. Last year was so busy and this year is going to be even busier. And, um, you know, I was, uh, doing in the last, um, uh, quarter of last year, I was playing some, um, 50th anniversary shows for my father's album. Uh, don't mess around with Jim this year in the fall, I'll be doing it again with uh, his other two albums, uh, life and times. And I got a name. So, that's been taking up uh, a lot of time and it's been a lot of fun to do. Um, I can imagine the the history and just the emotion that everything that goes into that thing, what a, what an incredibly neat thing you are able to do. It's really wonderful. You know, it's something I put off for, for most of my career. Uh, I really liked working behind the scenes on all of that. Um, and, and it just sort of happened that I, you know, played a few shows with the Croce plays Croce and it just started to evolve into these different, different things. And now it's a huge multimedia thing with a big band screens and, and it's so much fun. Right. We're looking down. That, that sounds so much fun. Are you just talking about that? It's just uh, really, really exciting. But, uh, let's talk a little bit about the show that you're going to do here in, in Green Lake, you know, coming back and so well received here and people love you uh, when, you, when you're coming to Green Lake. What can they expect out of an AJ Croce show? Well, the unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> the best part, right? Yeah, because my favorite thing to do when I perform, regardless of which show uh, I might be playing, is to uh, is to have a song list and not a set list. Okay. Um, so I may have a hundred songs on a list that I'm thinking about playing or want to play with the band, and I'll throw it at them. I'll see which things resonate with the audience, which stuff they're enjoying, and then and then I go from from that to um, to um, the, the next thing. And I, and a lot of times it's just spur of the moment to me, that sort of improvisational approach to a uh, set list keeps it fresh for me, keeps it fresh for the audience and certainly for the band as well. Although a lot of times they don't know exactly where I'm going. <laughs> and I think that's part of the fun. I like to see the expression on their face. when they Well, well not only that, but I think you've got to have some pretty talented players with you as well that can be able to go on a moment's notice like that. Oh, they're Wonderful. And to be able to, to to do those kind of things, especially with, like you said, a hundred, you know, songbook that you you're looking at there. Yeah, I keep it. I keep that song list short because I that's what the band knows. Um, and then sometimes I'll, I'll go beyond that. You know, I grew up playing in jazz and blues and R&B and rock and roll and and uh, all different kinds of music. Um, but initially it was I was um 
you know, I was playing covers. People want to hear old, you know, old songs. They want to hear stuff familiar. And I'd throw one of mine in there here and there. But, you know, um, starting off playing in those environments at piano bars and jazz bars and blues clubs uh, really gave me the opportunity to learn all of the, the standards. You know, it was it was part of my job was to know, you know, a couple hundred um, classic Tim Pan Alley songs and 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 so forth, you know. Right. Um, since the last time you were here, you've put out a by request album. You, mm-hmm. you put out a new single last year as well. So much fun, which is incredibly so much fun. I've, the vibe yeah. of that feel that I mean, it's just really, really cool. So you've talked about the fact you've been able to dip your toes in a lot of different kind of musical varieties and, and genres. And that just has to keep the brain moving and, and, and just kind of so much positivity with it. Absolutely. You know, I don't know if if uh, playing songs and writing songs in different genres has necessarily been the best thing for my career. <laughs> but, I think, <laughs> but I think there's a lot of folks that have come along for the ride. And I think between my piano and guitar, my voice, um, the perspective that I have, there is a there is something that's cohesive about about the music. And I think that as long as it's soulful, regardless of genre, then um, then I'm into doing it, you know? And so, yeah, I've got a bunch of new songs. I'll be recording uh, a new album in May. And, um, and there, you know, there's always so much going on, um, but you got to keep doing that. I think as a, as a professional musician, you have to uh kind of not just stick with the cycle which is like you write you record you tour you know uh and then uh, rinse and repeat you right, know? Right. and um and and i like to have a lot of different creative uh things going on at the same time um whether it's collaborations with other artists whether it's writing whether it's um you know, any number of creative uh, ventures that keep me really um, uh, interested and and loving what I do. You know, I, I noticed you didn't name drop or anything like that, but I'm going to for you. But you've had the opportunity <laughs> to work with some really incredible artists over your career, guys like Ray Charles and Willie Nelson and, and, and things like that. Uh, just talk about those scenarios and, and the situations and just how cool that had to be. Well, it was amazing, you know. Um, I guess when I was um, when I was about uh, 16 years old, um, there was this blues artist named Floyd Dixon uh, and we met. He heard me play and I started opening shows in Southern California for him in San Diego, Orange County, L.A. Um, he was a Central Avenue staple. He had been um, part of that blues scene for since the 40s. And took me under his wing. And so he had written these songs like Hey Bartender and Wine, 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 One Scotch, One Bourbon, One Beer. So he was a known um, uh, musician as well as, uh, you know, writer of these blues standards. And um, and it was like one thing kind of led to another. And it sort of happened organically. Uh, after that, I guess I was 17 and May Axton heard me play. May Axton wrote Heartbreak Hotel. Right. And she uh called her friend cowboy jack clement and said you got to hire this kid and he did flew me to nashville and i did a session for for cowboy and i and i got to the i got to his studio 
and I walked in and Jerry Lee Lewis walked out. I didn't realize I was filling in for, for Jerry Lee. And, and it was like one thing after another, like this BB King heard me perform live and asked if I would go out on the road with him. And of course I said, yes. And after that, it was like, you know, when I, when I did that stuff, I didn't have an agent, a manager, didn't have a publisher. It was like, uh, didn't have a label. It, it was uh, very grassroots. But by the time we made it from from Vancouver to L.A., I think I had at least part of that team in order uh, at the time. And I was just you know 18 years old. Wow. What a, what a fascinating ride that had to be. And it continues uh, in order to play music, you know, to this day and, and keep it going. It's uh it's a wonderful thing. I wanted to talk to you about this. Last Father's Day, I'm watching CBS Sunday Morning like I usually mm-hmm. do, and Jim Axelrod comes up with an incredible piece that featured you with that. And I just learned so much, and it was so heartfelt, and just all the things that you've kind of dealt with in your life, but here you're coming out and just absolutely crushing it and doing fantastic things. Uh, well, thanks. Well, those folks um, at uh, Sunday morning were so um, were so down to earth and so easy to talk with. Um, you know, I I had have a, some close mutual friends with the producer of that show. Um, unbeknownst to me, before we started doing that piece, oh. and um, and that kind of made it feel a little bit, you know, made them all feel a little bit closer. Um, and and then getting to go back to my childhood home for that piece uh, was was you know pretty surreal, um, and uh, and wonderful. And you know I can't tell you how many people have have uh, commented on that show and how how wonderful it's been. Uh, and you know hopefully we'll get a chance to to meet up again. Um, those those guys came to see me play when I was when I was. Uh, in their neighborhood and and it was so nice they they came out just because they actually enjoyed the show and that we just had a connection so i think it came across in, the, in that piece and you, you never know how that stuff goes you know yeah, i was never i was never very comfortable on television um um just because in general you have you have two minutes or less um these questions you've been asked a hundred times you try and shorten everything but you don't really um have a chance to connect with the person that you're talking with and i always feel like uh that's really important you know i was super authentic and i really really enjoyed the piece and uh it uh it, it certainly uh uh, you know, kind of tugged a little bit and it was, it was really neat. It was a really cool experience and people will be able to have that great experience here when they come see you at Thrasher uh, coming up on, on February 4th. Uh, we can't wait to have you here uh, again. Uh, good buzz as always. People are excited to come see AJ Croce and uh, just want to thank you for your time today as uh, we get ready for the show and then wish you all the best here and we'll see you in a few weeks. Can't wait. See you soon. All right. Take care.